I like uh, all the classes I teach, but I think I especially like this one. I always look forward to uh, getting into this again, and it's been a couple of years since I've taught it, and uh, I learn something every time reading through Calvin and also find it a blessing in different ways to go through this material again, so I'm looking forward to doing that with you uh, this semester. I'll use a prayer from Calvin uh, to begin uh, each class. We have a lot of Calvin's prayers. His students uh, took these down uh, as he prayed them, fortunately, and those have been preserved, so there are numerous prayers that uh, we can use uh, from Calvin. But the one I want to use uh, today is one that uh, we're not really sure it's from Calvin, but it's often uh, attributed uh, to Calvin. Uh, It um, is in our hymn book, I Greet Thee Who My Sure Redeemer Art, is how it uh, begins. And um, you'll notice in the Trinity Hymnal, it's not ascribed uh, to Calvin. It um, is ascribed uh, to the uh, Strasbourg Psalter of uh, 1545. And uh, we know Calvin was in Strasbourg um, from 1538 to 1541, so-called three golden years, Calvin's life when he was working with Martin Bucer in Strasbourg. And uh, we know Calvin also highly recommended this um, 1545 Psalter as um, meeting his uh, criteria for acceptable worship. So these words are not by Calvin. Uh, They were words that Calvin knew and approved of. And I'd like to um, pray the prayer in, in two parts. I'll pray part of the hymn. It's really a prayer. I greet thee who my sure redeemer art. And uh, then I'll make a few more comments and uh, pray the rest of it. Let's pray. I greet thee who my sure redeemer art, my only trust and savior of my heart who pain didst undergo for my poor sake. I pray thee from our hearts all cares to take. Thou art the King of mercy and of grace, reigning omnipotent in every place. So come, O King, and our whole being sway. Shine on us with the light of thy pure day. Amen. I think as as I was praying that, uh, you may have uh, detected some some expected notes of uh, Calvin's uh, theology coming through. God is king who demands our full allegiance. So come, O king, and our whole being sway. Uh, we'll see that statements like that uh, will appear quite often in the Institutes, which is not just... Um, scientific theology, but a book of um, of piety, a book of devotion. Calvin meant it to be that. And those words that uh, I just prayed um, speak about God as uh, sovereign God, God as almighty, reigning, omnipotent in every place. So God's sovereignty, uh, God's uh, kingship, demanding our allegiance. Uh, These are themes that uh, we come to expect from Calvin. 
But uh, the hymn goes on uh, to enumerate other characteristics of God, uh, God's love, God's gentleness, uh, the importance of Christians being one, unity of the church. Those are themes that we probably don't as readily associate with Calvin. But I think we should, and I hope uh, by the time we've studied this semester through the institutes, we'll see that um, we can think of um, the love and mercy of God as just as prominent in Calvin's thought as the uh, sovereignty of God. So let me pray uh, the rest of the hymn now. Let's pray. Thou art the life by which alone we live. And all our substance and our strength receive. O comfort us in death's approaching hour. Strong-hearted then to face it by thy power. Thou hast the true and perfect gentleness. No harshness hast thou and no bitterness. Make us to taste the sweet grace found in thee. And ever stay in thy sweet unity. Our hope is in no other save in thee. Our faith is built upon thy promise free. O grant to us such stronger hope and sure that we can boldly conquer and endure. Amen. Now, you're going to need uh, the syllabus, the two volumes of the McNeil Battles edition of the uh, Institutes of the Christian Religion. Notice that... uh, Some of your copies look a little different. Mine is one of the older ones. So um, it's the same same, uh, book. Uh, Let's turn uh, to the uh, syllabus. And uh, I'll go through some of this um, in terms of what we're going to be doing in class. um, And uh, we'll look at our schedule. And uh, then uh, today we'll look at um, the first of our Uh, lectures, Galvin's Institute's structure and uh, organization. The um, description of the class is a reading and analysis of the Institutes of the Christian Religion with attention to Calvin's method, arrangement of material, and biblical, devotional, theological content. Objectives. One, understanding the contents and theological method of the Institutes. Now, you probably expect that. That uh, is what you would expect to get out of a class in uh, Calvin's Institutes. But uh, two other objectives, uh, very real objectives, uh, which um, maybe you would not uh, think about. Increased knowledge of the Bible. It's a class in theology, but it's also a class in Bible and uh, you'll become aware of the fact that Calvin's Institutes is packed full of Scripture. Well used, well exegeted, and uh, as you read the Institutes, you'll not only come to understand Calvin's theological method, but uh, hopefully uh, your appreciation of the Bible, your love for the Bible, and your knowledge of the Bible will be increased as well. And then thirdly, deeper personal piety. I've already spoken about that. Uh, That's very much at the center of what Calvin is writing. This is not hard, high, scientific theology. 
It's very much a theology written from the passion of a man's heart, and uh, he exposes his heart to us as he writes his theology, and uh, he expects us to be moved to deeper allegiance and love to God as we study uh, his writing. So keep those uh, objectives in mind. Uh, Those are there, uh, not just because I have to have some objectives for this class, but uh, I think they're they're truly um, important uh, objectives that uh, we should set before us. Methods, a lot of reading. I'm going to read not all of these two volumes, but a good bit of it. Uh, Almost all of um, the first three books and... um, not all of book four. Uh, we could read all of it, and um, it would be good to read all of it. But book, book four does have some extended uh, uh, passages related to Roman Catholic um, sacraments that um, Calvin rejects. A lot of that has to do with uh, church history and uh, with uh, matters related to uh, medieval Catholicism. It's very valuable, very useful, but... Um, We won't read it now because uh, you'll find enough reading uh, without that. If you do want to read it now, it's fine, but uh, you won't have to. So you'll be reading, and um, I'll be talking about what you're reading. So uh, those are the methods. You read, I talk, and uh, we can discuss things in class as well. Requirements. Read the assigned sections of the Institute's. We'll read 1,146 pages out of the 1,486, which uh, we find in the McNeil Battles edition. The reading is to be completed before class on the date assigned. And uh, we'll come to that in a moment. That has to do with uh, this reading schedule. Note that the number, total number of pages required for each class is indicated in parentheses. These totals generally fall between 30 and 50 pages. A pretty manageable chunk, although you won't be able to skim this. This is the kind of reading that you're going to have to allow some some time for. Occasionally, uh, the reading will exceed these numbers. It's important to keep up with the reading and even read ahead in order to be able to accommodate the longer assignments in your reading schedule. So you'll notice that if you turn uh, to the reading schedule, you have um, 34 pages, 27 pages, 63 pages, 37 pages, 40 pages, and then suddenly 99 pages. So kind of keep that in mind because uh, you'll see the heavier reading um, assignments uh, coming and uh, either get ahead or uh, reserve some time, extra time for those. Um, So reading, secondly, here's the second assignment. Keep a journal as you read the Institutes. Record memorable quotations, striking ideas, sermonic possibilities, illustrations, questions, your own thoughts and responses to Calvin's material. Uh, this should not be an outline. Don't, don't try to outline uh, the institutes. Uh, if you want to look at a pretty 
substantial outline, you can check uh, Ford Lewis Battle's analysis of the Institutes of the Christian Religion, uh, which is really a pretty good sized book. So his outline is a detailed outline. And it's valuable, but I, I don't want you to, uh, to do an outline. And I want you to carry on a conversation with Calvin. It can be very personal. Things that um, mean a lot to you. Perhaps things that don't. Questions you have. Things you don't agree with. Things you don't understand. Things you do understand. Ideas for sermons. Uh, illustrations. Personal applications. Anything you want to write uh, in your journal. It's just to keep you uh, engaged uh, with um, the material to give you something that you can use later, not only to remind you that you've actually read through most of Calvin's Institutes, which is something that um, most people have not done. In fact, um, most Presbyterians have not done. In fact, most Presbyterian ministers have not done. So um, this is your opportunity uh, to do it. But uh, to also have a journal. Yes. You can do it any way you want to. You can write it out, paragraph form. You can do it in uh, shorter uh, sentences or excerpts. And uh, you can do it any, in any form. Uh, you can do it by hand. Have a little notebook and just put your notes in there. Uh, if you'd like to use a computer, you can do that. So it's entirely up to you as to uh, how you do the, the journal. But I will have a look at it. So... You need to do the reading and do the journal, and then the last day the class meets, um, I'll collect the journals and uh, have a look uh, at those, uh, and you'll get a grade on those. The grade really is just to indicate that you did it. You know, I'm not going to read every word that all of you have written <laughs> about uh, the institutes, but I will scan through each one, read parts, get an idea of uh, what's going on in your journal. If you want to put things in there that are, are very personal, um, you can do that, and um, if you don't need to see it, uh, just um, indicate such, or um, don't include those pages, or something. So I won't read what you don't want me to read. But uh, I will have a look at uh, the journals to, to see uh, what you're doing. One other assignment, research paper on some topic of Calvin's theology, kind of a traditional, typical seminary research paper, 10 to 15 pages. And uh, you choose, if you want to do this, you choose a, a topic in Calvin that interests you, uh, knowledge of God, creation, providence, um, scripture, baptism, infant baptism, civil government, what, whatever it is that you want to uh, work on. And uh, if you do a paper, what you should do with that is to summarize Calvin's treatment of that material in the Institutes, uh, but also go beyond the Institutes to uh, Calvin's treatises, uh, his commentaries, um, perhaps even his letters, uh, to uh, fill out as much as you can 
uh, what uh, Calvin um, has to say on that particular topic. You can do that, or you can take up final exam. Don't do both. If you want to do a paper, you do a paper. If you're not really into papers and would rather take an exam, uh, then there will be a um, final comprehensive exam. Okay, the text I've already said is McNeil Battle's edition of the Institutes of the Christian Religion. Uh, the grading journal, half, paper, or exam, half. Okay, questions about any of that? Let's go to the reading schedule. Today, we're going to do uh, Calvin's Institute Structure and Organization. So this is just the introductory material uh, in the McNeil Battles edition of the Institute's um, Roman numeral 29 through page 31. If you haven't um, read that, it uh, be a good idea to, to read it uh, sometime along the way. Okay, uh, our next class will be um, Knowledge of God 1. You'll see the reading in the Institute's now, I haven't uh, put page numbers there. The, the way that traditionally uh, the institutes is um, referred to is not by page numbers, and that's because different editions and different translations will have different pagination. So there are different ways this is done. This is the way I've chosen to do it. Uh, the one stands for book one, and the one through five uh, chapters 1 through 5. So book 1, chapters 1 through 5, you should read uh, before next Tuesday. That's 34 pages, just to give you an idea as to how much is coming. Knowledge of God 2, Doctrine of God, Creation, Providence, Sin, Gospel, and Law, Old and New Testaments, and then Christ one and uh, Christ uh, two, Holy Spirit and faith, repentance, Christian life, justification and Christian freedom, prayer, election, resurrection, church one, church two. And we will do both sacraments and baptism and Lord's Supper and civil government. Okay, I'm going to um, move on now. I'll look uh, in some detail with you on this matter of structure and outline, but I'll postpone that for a moment, and uh, we'll go to um, lesson one.